Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, my talkers, happy Thursday, happy June 1st. We're hanging out with Julia and the one and only Brittany's back. What up? We have to give a big shout out uh, to somebody. Uh, what do we got? Someone has uh, made it to a historic age. The big eight seven. Oh. oh, your mom? That would be my mommy bear. Oh. Uh-huh. And her birthday, you celebrated last night, but it's actually today, it's right? Today. June it's, 1st. It's today, June 1st, and it's my nephew's birthday. And it is, um, uh, is it Samuel Jackson's? I don't uh, know. No, it's uh, Morgan Freeman's. I think it's He's a year younger than my mom. I also think it's Colleen's birthday, but I don't it know. Is. is it Colleen's? It's too? Colleen, Colleen Lindstrom's birthday. Lindstrom. Absolutely, yes. I was like, did I make that it's up? It's a big June day. June 1st is a great birthday. I think that'd be a great great birthday to have. It is a good one because then if you had the baby, you had the whole summer on. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. I kind of like it. Like that. I was reading two stories about people who are in like 100 years old and a woman who was like 95 ran a 5K. Oh, I saw and that. I see that in like under, you know, in a five minute mile or something. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And I'm like, yes. okay. Must be I nice. forgot to show these to my mom last night. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then another woman credited her being 110 years old to having a lot of sex. And that's what another you always hear, right? Yeah. Said to my mom. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of, you know. Here you go. She's like, I already got, she goes, I already got the memo, Julia. (laughs) She already got the memo. Did you get some candles? I'm just curious. That was the big debate yesterday. Yes, it's so funny because I was (laughs) running around here. I'm like, how do we not have birthday candles? We used to have a birthday cake every month here, but I guess we never did the candles. Yes. So I went and got the candles. My son How many did you get? Just one box. Oh. My son bought a Dairy Queen cake. Oh, beautiful. And we the went best. over to the boys' house last night. and um, They had, hosted it? Well, I, my mom hadn't seen their new house. Yeah. So we went over there. Aww. And they got the cake. That's so pretty nice. impressive. I think so. I think so. That's cool. I didn't know they hosted it. That's a big deal. Well... They got the cake. Okay. Well, that's enough. I, that Don't was that was your a big, one, yes. That was a big deal. But yeah, it was it was sweet. So anyway, mom, it's such a low bar if we have for men. They hosted it. At I, their know. House. I know. I know. Like, not that we do. I know. I'm I'm guilty of. Uh, I'll take that low bar. Enabling men as well. Right. Do you guys have like a card drawer where you? Oh have yeah. Future cards and everything. Okay. Well, my um, I it was a present somebody gave me. It was a big box with me an too. organizer for cards. 
and I love it. And um, do you have the dates of people's birthdays in there too? No, that's on, my, on your that's phone. My phone that's yeah. my phone. My mom did the same thing for me, and I love this. One year for Christmas, she gave me a box organized with everything from like reunions to celebrations, birthdays, funerals, and I mean, she gave you all the cards, all the cards, oh, like twenty different Lord. options. Yeah, the things moms do for, for their, their own, especially the kids. only child over yeah. here. You know, but I yes. know it's so nice, and you just throw cards in there all the but time. But sometimes it's hard to find card shops right now. So, um. You know, have you have a good card shop? You know what I do? Whenever they sell, when anyone sells homemade cards, I just buy them. And I just right. buy a bunch. But you know the funny ones, you know, yeah, with the yeah, sayings? Yeah, there yeah, used yeah. to be this place on Grand Avenue called Avalon that's no longer there. That used to have the best cards. I think finding good, funny cards. So I'm going through my card drawer and I'm I'm reduced Patina. to just... Patina has funny oh, cards. I bet they do, yeah. Yeah, yeah they have funny right, cards. They would. I was reduced to finding cards when my friend Lisa, who you know, yeah. somehow or another... She got me a bunch of cards, and all of them look like marijuana. Every single, they're hand-painted, and they're kind of too big, because you just want to be succinct sometimes. Yeah. They're, like, too large to write a note on, but I'm like, these all look like weed. And then I have a set of other cards, you know, old graduation cards that I haven't given out yet. Thank God they don't have yours. But I couldn't find one for my mom, and I'm going through my card door, like, can you hear this? Can you hear this? You know, the old man on the beach kind of thing about aging. And I'm like, I'm not going to get it. So I found one that I bought years ago. Nice. In Superior, Wisconsin, where my mom is from. Oh. And there was a, a woman who lived in a shoe from <laughs> Superior, Wisconsin. And she looks like you kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like, she had, anyway, it's just you kind love of funny. It? Yeah. You know, you just look for funny things. But my mom is great buying cards because she always sends very funny ones. That's awesome. She gets off on cards. I mean, it's kind That's of That's cool. I, I, one idea that I could give out right now that I've never done, but we recently got from someone because we, you know, we, we lost Bo recently. Yes. My aunt sent us a card that she works at Walgreens. And she obviously yeah. uses that to her advantage. Yeah. And she just took a picture on the front side of it with Lily and Bo. And then the back side of it was Lily and when she, Bo, she got Bo as a puppy. But it was just like no words in there. Just uh, she took two pictures. That's cute. And, and you can make it and then you could pick it up in less than an hour. Yes. And it's done. So I know that it's not as funny, but it no, was but that's, it hit that's hard. Way thoughtful. My yeah. God. It's crazy. How, it, we forgot to send a card. It's uh, <laughs> did you send Grant a card? No, but I, I know. I'm but you guys reached out. I know, yeah, but you oh, guys are there. Lord. But sometimes do you like sending cards? Um, no, I don't at all. I mean, I'm I like I here's the thing I have. I did for uh, our neighbor Priscilla's birthday. Yes. Priscilla. Hi, Priscilla. Hi, Priscilla. She a wa- concert gal. Yep. And uh, uh, she watches go go for us three days a week. And so, best neighbor. Yeah, I know we're obsessed with Priscilla. We we call her Scylla now because we're hoping that it won't be as hard for Gogo to say. But what I got her for her birthday is I just found the first picture of Gogo and then the, the her most recent picture of Gogo, and I printed it off from Walmart. There you go. It was like under a dollar for each printout. Exactly. And I I just never do things like that, and I would never. It would take me so long if somebody was like, "Here's a frame." Did that to her in a frame, and I was like, "Perfect." Isn't like, that nice? So I mean, because we don't get pictures printed anymore. No, and so I, they really are meaningful. Isn't it they? funny? It's yeah. like the extra effort. Oh. She's like she was like, You went to Walmart yes. for me? She was mm-hmm. so honored. I was like, Yes, I went into Walmart with the bad lighting and I accepted that walk <laughs> and um it was good pretty steps. If you park at a Walmart and go oh, in yeah. and find that place it's That's pretty a, epic those are in some there. Good steps. Those are some good steps. <laughs> I may have hit ten thousand that day just because I got the phone. I believe you. We're starting a walking club here, or some competition. I know. Right? We're the my walkers. Week. It's based off of our previous competition, which was water related, where we tried to use this water fountain as much as we can compared to upstairs. I didn't even know about that one. Oh yeah. 
We had a competition. Every time we fill up our waters, if we use the water fountain outside, it counts how many water bottles you're saving. Like being at the airport. Yes. So we have this competition between the upstairs and the downstairs. And I think this step off is now between the upstairs elites and then us minions down here. And you guys, here's the thing. Okay. There is a lady in the upstairs group that does about 23,000 steps a day. Oh, God. There's a stepper underneath where you're sitting that wow. you could just step on during the show. Here's the thing. I will make up for my steps. I'm I'm a runner. I'm a walker. Yeah, I will are. make up for them. But I'm that's not good at doing that like thing that you do, that like, where you sit in 25, place. 25,000. That's a lot of steps. Yeah, it is. That's like 10 miles. What is that? 12 that's, miles? That's a lot of steps. How do we sabotage her without harming her? Oh, tripper. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Big Allegedly. Day, big day here at Hubbard, too, Yeah, um, that we'll talk about. And then we've got our story we can't get enough of. But later in the show and for today and tomorrow, we're giving away Niall Hornan tickets for uh, next year. He is the former One Direction guy who has a lot of great hits on his own. He's on The Voice right now, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. And yeah. Yes, he is. Okay, Grant, what do you got to say? 12 miles. That's what it is. 25,000 steps is just under 12 miles. Okay. My goal, my goal, <laughs> once I figure out when this step thing is going on, my goal, I don't want to say it. I was going to say 20,000 steps. I already regret it. I hate it. No, that's, that's a lot. But you can walk that baby so far. I can walk stay that baby. The, <laughs> if she stays in the crib. I mean, I'm on the, it. The, Stroller. The Bob, the B.O.B., baby on board. There you go. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Lori and Julia here with Ann Tressler of Tressler Law. We have been working with you for years, but we've never really talked about prenups. Give us the lowdown. Well, a prenup in the state of Minnesota is also called an anti-nuptial. So if you hear that, they're talking about the same thing as a prenup. Um, I encourage a lot of people to consider getting them, whether you have a ton of assets or little assets. It makes everything much more streamlined. You know what you're entering into. You've got your agreements in place if you get divorced in the future. They also address what you will do with your assets in the event of death. So it really helps for estate planning and it really just helps for the future to avoid disputes i love that okay so but what about a post-nup post-nuptial agreements are simply agreements that people who are already legally married enter into that again will also address what would happen to their assets in the event of divorce or in the event of death so again these really can help streamline the process in the future great information and for your free one-hour divorce consultation go to trustlerlaw.com or use my tech keyword divorce we have a special day here at Hubbard. We were going to get to it. And we have a special guest right now, um, Stanley Hubbard. Are you the third? Are you the junior? Well, I'm what the are... third one. We all have different middle names. Yeah. I'm, I'm the third one. You're the one. third yeah. one. And it's, um, they... here we are. Here you are. And it's 100th, a... 100th anniversary of the company. So we're all in from Albuquerque. And it's been a great day. It's so, it's so awesome. So you started Reels Channel how many years ago? Oh, my gosh. That was a long time ago. Like... It must have been... 16 or 17 years ago, I think. And even at one point, Steve, who does a show here during the day, Steve Patterson, was your host on the red carpet. We found Steve Patterson because we did a lot of red carpet shows and did a lot of, um, a lot of Hollywood stuff. Yes. And we, we had trouble finding people that could gather things and turn around and get on the air right away. Steve was doing it on his own, so we got a hold of Steve and said, hey, would you be interested? interested. I'm a, he's working at a college and, uh-huh. and admitting people and just doing this as a side job at night. So he came and joined reels and was there for a few years, came up here and did twin cities live, twin cities live news, and, and now he's here. Yeah. He's, he's awesome. He is awesome. Okay. Yeah. So we were just during the break talking about two things. First, we're going to get to you guys at reels did the TV show. Yeah. Tell us about the limited the- series, the Kennedys. And that was the last time that, Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes were pictured together, and I have a picture when, of you guys on the when, red carpet when with we, them. When we had the premiere, 
That was the last time that Tom Cruise was with Katie Holmes where they were photographed publicly. What was the date? And we had a picture. Jennifer and I had a picture taken taken with them that night. It was fun. Did you get, because we were talking, we were going to talk about Scientology and Sam brought this up. So did you get any vibes or voodoo that things were, that they were breaking up? No, I don't pick up very very many vibes. Just ask Jennifer. (laughs) She's been throwing down not a lot, vibes. Not a lot of not, vibes, yeah. He's not been getting yeah, any. No, he no, no. No, but honestly, he, he, both of them, but Tom in particular, who is his biggest star on the planet as exists, yes. um, couldn't have been nicer. Of course. That's, couldn't yes. have been more generous and, and seemingly more supportive of his wife, who was wife for another day or two, uh-huh. I guess. And, was already um, working in the divorce papers with her yeah, dad. Yeah, seemed to be already working it, so... <laughs> Things, things were on the move. But she's a good actor. Yeah. She kept it all hidden from you. She kept it all hidden. So did he. That yeah. is something. Because that was like July 5th or something. It was definitely in the in, summer. Ju- I don't remember the date, but it was definitely a summer date. And um, it was fantastic. And remember, the History Channel had made that mini Yes, and you guys picked it up. And spent a fortune on it. And the Kennedy family put a lot of pressure on them. And on all the other major media companies. So when they dropped it. Nobody else would pick it up, and Little Reels came along and picked it up, um, literally for about a dime on the dollar. Had the right. world premiere about two weeks later, and I watched had great it. I ratings, it was good. and we've been building things ever it's since. It's good. Okay, yeah. so now wait, but is that like a common family trait? Because we just listened to your father talk about how he always heard that your grandpa was crazy, was going to lose all of his money. Yeah. So is it just a common trait that you see something and you go, even though this could be, I'm ready to. Bet on this. That might be a common trait. We didn't spend enough money on it. Oh, yeah, that helps. The guys that made it did. <laughs> that helps you know, to, to lose all their money, it was kind of like when uh, we picked up the Miss USA pageant. Remember after Trump yeah. shot his mouth off and NBC canceled it? Well, How'd that like, go? For us, it went great because we, we got it for exactly zero. <laughs> That's but, impressive. But we did it because um, People like you know, all, those, those. all those young women yes. that had worked their whole life to be part of that pageant mm-hmm. weren't going to get their chance to have their spotlight on national right. TV. So we... We, and it's content. We, mm-hmm. it, content is better than content. It was yeah. an f- incredible show. Yeah. But all those women that did it and did and great some... ratings and had nothing to do with Donald Trump, right? No. Right. Other than the fact he owned it, but in the end he paid for it to be yep. unreal. So we were happy with that. I <laughs> believe it. Yeah. Sir. Okay, so yeah. we just learned, and, and Grant, I don't know if you watch this show, and if you're just joining us, we're talking with Stanley Hubbard, um, who runs the Reels. Reels channel and some other things your dad yep, some mentioned. Some other things, yep. And Hubbard family and Hubbard Broadcasting, we're celebrating our 100th anniversary today. So everyone's in town who doesn't live here. You're pretty much the only one that lives outstate, aren't you? We, we live in Albuquerque. Yeah. And people say, why do you move to Albuquerque? We move for the hockey. Actually, <laughs> actually, we've done a lot to build hockey down I know there. You have. New Mexico ice walls and other things, but we say that in fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love the weather. It's a great place for reels to be. Uh-huh. And reels, as you know now, is the home of the number one show on cable and satellite TV every Friday and Saturday night on Patrol Live. Grant, have you watched it? Yes, I have. Absolutely. Okay, I never heard about it till your dad just mentioned it. You I can't know, believe you never heard about so it. So oh, tell yeah. us, tell us huh? all why we should. I mean, it's the number one on cable. It's the number one show on all of cable and satellites. So Friday and Saturday night from eight to eleven Central Time, it's live. Hosted by Dan Abrams. Who I love. We're always... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. 
And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's in at least eight different communities following law enforcement officers with more than 50 cameras in the field. And it is... Can you imagine that job now? You are zeroed in from start to finish and watching how these law enforcement officers hit some really tough situations, some scary situations, but also some very sad situations. Oh, I'm sure. Where they really are part of their community and they're really, let's help you get home. Let's let's help solve some of this stuff. but But it can change from that to something very scary and dangerous in a, in a moment. So watching it live is, is, is How does Dan Abrams do that? Because he's got his cable thing. He does the GMA stuff in Dan the Dan Abrams has to be one of the busiest guys on television any place. Right. Um, but he loves this. To him, it's part of his identity. Do you it's shoot it favorite, out of New York? It's a favorite sh- thing he does. We do it in a studio across the river in uh, Jersey City, New Jersey. Ten Cups we have, It's It's as big a production, maybe bigger, than a Super Bowl production. And I we believe do, and it. And we do it. Every Friday and every Saturday night. Holy, that yeah. must just be adrenaline. I've done a ride along yeah. in Minneapolis here one time on an overnight. I'm still talking about it. And that was like 10 years ago. Well, so t- I can't even imagine. Tune into reels on Friday, Saturday night, 8 to 11. I'm telling you, it's going to be like that ride along. It's an adrenaline rush. It's it's super fun. It's on both the- satellite systems, most cable systems, on Peacock now. So I have my veterans insurance. Can I just do the boom mic part and I'll just run with you guys? <laughs> I'll be really far behind. Sometimes but you like, got to run fast. I, yeah. I'll wear my hokas. Yeah, yeah, you're going to love it. It's it's awesome. I think that that's so great. Okay, so just, you know, you grew up, your grandfather started Hubbard Broadcasting. 1923. Isn't Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's crazy. And then your dad just turned 90, and he mentioned to us he's still talking and walking and way more. And my kids think I'm well on the way. I I hit 62 a little over a month ago. Oh, oh, you're an old time. Do you skate too? Are you a hockey player as well? You know, if I could skate downhill, I'd do it more, but um, (laughs) sometimes I get out and help coach the kids when they need (laughs) it. But for the most part, they're on their own, and they've got good coaches and great programs, and they love to do it. That's so great. And we're in for this weekend for the... Uh, Hendrickson Foundation, they have a sled hockey tournament for kids and adults. That Wow. Um, it's, it's out in Blaine. Look it up. I think it's the HendricksonFoundation.org oh, or cool. something like that. But it's it's amazing what that family does in this community that really, really their, their motto is hockey changes lives. And it really does. You go out there and you just can't believe what's going on. That's so cool. Yeah. I want to ask you one last yeah. thing about your dad. Um, you is know, he listening? He, I'm, I'm curious. We have we have one site. We have one minute left. Okay. Just tell us, you know, kind of what was it like having your dad? He was such an innovator, yeah. and your grandfather, yeah. and so are you, obviously. Anything you want to say about your daddy? Oh, no. Hey, look, he's a, he, I know him as a dad, right? Yeah, tremendous guy. But as a kid, you know, he'd he'd coach mm-hmm. the kids' hockey teams. He helped build an ice rink. You know, but when you're done with the game, you're in the car afterwards. He's a dad again. Yeah, not the coach. Yeah, and. Kids needed something. He was always the first guy to, to help me. And I remember one of the neighbor kids, Russell Gunlickson, once. Um, I think my dad had bought a couple of kids a hockey stick that needed a hockey stick. And Russell said, Mr. Hubbard, if 
if you had a nickel for every nice thing you've done, you'd be a rich man. <laughs> so that's kind of what he that's was really, and still is. Very generous really is. and loving guy. I got really emotional yeah. down there today. You know, it was really fun, parents, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was your parents really cool. are such yeah. a lovely couple. I mean, they are yeah. a true love story. It's really sweet. And it was it so sweet. sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Your your dad wow. had mentioned, you know, everything is actually from your mom. And that was just such a nice moment. He's yeah. saying, she's the backbone of all of this. And we all go, Well, she is, as all moms are, as you know, right? Uh, yes, yeah. You know, I just... We dads think we'd help a little bit, but it's not that much. Yeah. I know. Right. I know. Well, thank we you. This, we this was such a treat for yeah. us. Thank you. We are all watching On Patrol Live, Friday and Saturday nights on Real awesome. Channel. Fantastic. So good to nice see you. Nice to see you guys. So Have a good one. Congratulations on Maybe we'll see you out at the Blaine Ice Arena, the Super Rank, this weekend for the Hendrickson Foundation. You may. See you guys. You awesome. may. Yeah. All right. Take care. All right, Grant, tell us what's happening with the traffic. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Okay, that music is so happy and fun, authentic Mexican food. We absolutely love El Burrito Mercado, and you will too. As a matter of fact, we're broadcasting live from there a week from today, Grant. We, That's right, um, we are. are. So we're so excited. That'd be a fun day. We'd love to see you there at El Burrito Mercado. And in the meantime, um, listen, they're serving breakfast, authentic Mexican breakfasts, seven days a week. They've got an amazing happy hour, Tuesdays through Fridays from three to six with classic $5 margaritas. They've got an amazing outdoor patio. They have music. The food is wonderful. And they also have, you know, all these great meats that you can, that are already seasoned and wonderfully, and you can take them home and grill them up as you like so much in their deli area, their grocery store, their restaurant. It is wonderful, great, authentic Mexican food to eat there or to go. And if you're thinking about a party, they've got great food trucks. parties. You know it. They're available. El Burrito Mercado. All right, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. Later in the show, again, we're giving away tickets to Niall Hornin. Horan. Horan. Horan's cousin. Um, we just, if you just are joining Cousins us. have last names that are just a little different. Whatever. Just an extra N in there. You know, There's just a little, here's a fun fact about cousins. Yeah. Just they a just, little different last name. Just, just, little different. just a couple letters. Or a couple gold medals, you know. There you go. It was There's so that. random. Okay, so today, Hubbard Broadcasting, where we work, which in our community is um, Twin Cities Live, My Talk, KS95, KSTP, KSTP, uh, ABC Channel 5, Channel 45. Um, Podcast galore. But, right, Score but North, I'm missing yeah. Score North. Yep. Yeah. So we have, um, and before all that, so many um, celebrated today the 100th anniversary. And so um, the family members were in, and we just talked to Stan uh, Jr., who runs the Reels the Channel. Third. The third. I, re- call, I call him Trace. Trace. Oh, gosh. He <laughs> loves that. He does. And we were talking. He, come, he came in to introduce us to his family during a commercial break. And then we're like, we'll just stay because we were going to talk about Scientology because of the Dandy Masterson um, ruling yesterday that he's guilty um, of two verdicts of rape. And he's the Scientologist. And Leah Remini, who's a famous Scientologist who broke off from Scientology, has spoken out in we hear something new that I, we hadn't heard before. And one of our common threads, Lori and I've always had is the Scientology thread via Tom Cruise and things like that. And then Stan is saying the last picture Katie Holmes and Tom Cruise, who were formerly married, were ever in together was on the red carpet for the Kennedy program, which showed on reels that they were at. Isn't so, that wild? It's so we wild. just saw a picture of them all. It's wild. So, um, Leah Remini has spoken out big time since she left Scientology, which her mother 
um, you know, kind of got into from one of her husbands. And then they went in when they were like 12 years old. And she didn't get out until the wedding of actually Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes. When she asked at this fam- fabulous wedding in Italy, where's Shelly? And Shelly is David Miscavage, the leader of Scientology's wife yeah. that had been missing. That was dear friends with all these people. And suddenly no one had seen her. Yeah. So by asking still that, missing, right? Like yes. that's still the big yep. topic of discussion. And by asking that, she was forced to go to the organization in St. Pete, um, Florida, Sea Org, and go through all of these deprogramming classes and pay to have horrible treatment done to kind of dis- deprogram her. Like, how dare you ask that question? Mm. Where's Shelly? So this we thought was interesting because she explains kind of the scary um, way that Scientology nags people. And we know it preys on vulnerable populations. And so she's talking about, we have a couple cuts here. She's talking about when you join Scientology and are kind of starting on your path, um, you pay to play. And um, what it's like when you're learning about Scientology, when they teach you. Because, People don't really understand the way Scientology is taught to every Scientologist. You are, when you are studying Scientology text, you are sitting in a room with a card table, just like card tables set up, and you're sitting next to other Scientologists while somebody is walking around the room. If you sneeze, if you yawn, if you scratch your head, if you look up, if you look away, this person, the supervisor, will walk over to you and say, come into the other room. Oh. Okay. So then- okay, so now here's what happens when you go into the other room. You go into the other room, and they say, because what L. Ron Hubbard teaches is that if you do any of those things that I mentioned, twitched, yawn, scratch your leg, look up to the ceiling, you, uh, it is believed that you have gone past a word you do not understand. You are not allowed in Scientology to go past a word you do not understand. And oftentimes, you are far, forced to read aloud the text of L. Ron Hubbard. If you stumble on a word, if you mispronounce a word, you are told to go into the other room with your text where they check every single word in that document. What is the definition of the what is the definition of ah? Uh, what is the definition of thorough? What is the definition of particularly? What is it? And if you don't have, uh, uh, if you cannot spew out the 25 definitions of there and the derivation, you have to reread the materials. So you're taught in Scientology to make no movements as you're reading in front of people. And you have to, Look up every single word in a regular dictionary and a Scientology dictionary of any word that you are unsure of. So if you remember, Tom Cruise initially was brought into Scientology by his then wife, Mimi Rogers. Mm -hmm. And he said it helped him a lot. It helps actors a lot because he had dyslexia. So this training, you know, beating words into you and getting you to have a flat face frozen with no personality. Being very aware of your movements, being very aware of any sort of indication of anything. I mean, that would be great for an actor. He said it helped him. Now, here is where Leah Remini says, and here's the slippery slope. And because of that, 
cult experts have said that Scientology is the most dangerous cult because of the way Scientology is taught, because you are self-brainwashing by reading and learning in that way. Isn't that just kind of wild? And, and you spend your whole life there. I mean, you might be an actor, but then, I mean, Tom Cruise is a special thing. But Leah Remini, who was on King of Queens, who had wow. jobs, she would go there at night after she was done acting, and you'd have to volunteer more. Oh. And you'd have to learn more, and you'd have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars more. It was what was expected. And so she's just kind of talking about how they train you, robot-like way, to manage yourself. So this is why, you know... It's a scary, it's a cult. It's so scary. And then also when you start getting really into that, when you start looking at like abusive, um, I, I, for lack of a better term, relationships, it's the idea of getting, being able to be punished for anything. So if they're saying, well, you're doing this, you moved your head like this. If they want to be hard on you, they already have rationale. Oh, you're showing emotion. You're in trouble. Like I already have it set up. It's set up in a certain way that they can just kind of decide that, you know, you're bad because of this. Yeah, it's just wild. And so I was reading it. I just thought that was interesting because we've never heard it broken down. Yeah, like that. it's so interesting. Um, and Leah Remini, you know, spoke out about Danny Masterson, who was being protected by Scientology. And Scientology has had long, you know, a relationship, a non-relationship with the LAPD. Yeah. Oh, who, I didn't know that. You know, they, Leah told them, please go find Shelly. Well, there's and a long history a long of history. LA, the LAPD and the people will say that are tied up in certain things. I mean, they even talk about Erica Jane being tied up, uh, you know, with Girardi. He, he had connections he had with connections the LA. LAPD. So there's a big problem. And I don't know how I don't live there. I don't know if it's still very prevalent, but with the ties of money and LAPD. It's it's something, but if you want yeah. to read something interesting, you can go to her Instagram, Leah Remini, and it's at Leah Remini, and she just talks about the antics that Scientology went through to try to disrupt the trial. She's so glad that these women have come forward. She's so proud of the LAPD for sticking up for what's right. Yeah. But the bottom line of all of this is um, this is a cult, and you wouldn't believe the heinous things people wrote back to her. Oh, I was kind of I kind of got into that and I never do that. I never do groom scrolling on someone else. You know what? Gro- yeah. Doom, Doom scroll. scroll. Yeah. Or groom, like, or well, that'll be our next topic. We're, we're gonna, talking about weddings. <laughs> we are. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just weird what people say. Uh, just tell me. But anyway, I hope you guys found that interesting. Oh. I, I, did. I, I, I did. I love because it is true. It's like there's not always physical abuse. But when you break down the mental abuse that happens on that level, it's so I mean, for again, a lack of a better word, impressively scary. Yeah, and her show, Scientology: The Aftermath, was so good. Yeah, and I'm sure it's out there somewhere to watch. A and E, it used to run on A and E. What do you have, Grant? So this was from also. This is a podcast called Fair Game Scientology. Sure. So that's where this is from. Uh huh. But I was just looking at the comments from this particular tweet about this audio we just played, and they referenced Charles Manson. And how he said, and I had to see if this was true, but this is, it's true. Charles Manson took 150 hours of Scientology courses and he said it was too crazy for him. <laughs> and I, and someone wrote that in the comments and I was like, oh, well, let's go find this out. That's, that's so yeah. bad. Can, if Charles Manson is saying this is crazy. Yeah. Oh my God. It's kind of a badge of dishonor that there, uh, it's almost yeah. braggable. Yeah. That's there, impressive. There you go. All right. All right. We're going to come back and we actually are going to talk about weddings.
I want to know a couple things if they're do's or don'ts okay. from you guys. All right, this is my talk. Lori and Julia, we'll be right back. All right, gang, Learning RX is in session all year round. They've got seven local locations to help you out. And Learning RX is one on one brain training. And it all starts out by taking this nationally recognized cognitive uh, assessment test called the Woodcock Johnson test. And it takes a little over an hour of your time. And when you mention Lori and Julia at Learning RX, it's 50% off. And then what you learn is you will, it peaks inside your loved one brain or your brain. What are the areas of your brain that aren't firing? Why is your child not able to read? Why? Um, why is um, they not aren't they able to memorize and retain things or organize or the processing speeds too slow? So everything's so much harder. We get so many great testimonials from people who go through the program and just say it changes lives. And that can be your experience to call them today. Set up your assessment. The summer is a great time to do that. Learning or X 952-949-6900. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, everybody, for You're hanging welcome. out with us. Brittany's here today. <laughs> no problem. That's for you, baby. Brittany's here. All right. So, um, baby gravy, baby. Okay. So, I was just at a wedding last Friday. Absolutely lovely wedding. Midday ceremony, eh? Mid- it was four o'clock. That's mm. one of the trends, midday it, ceremony. It is. Well, this is what I wanted to ask you because it says no outdoor summer weddings. Um, it was lovely. It was outdoors. Yeah. On Summit Avenue in St. Paul. Not too sticky then, huh? Because it no, was like it wasn't 80 bad. degrees. Nope, wasn't bad. Wasn't Felt like a little bad. The weed whipper thick guy was next door. Um, oh. You know, so there's some things that you really can't control, you know, at certain parts Could, of is it. Is it appropriate to then ask them to stop? Not uh. my gig. Although I would, it was. I knew you would. If it I was w- my I wedding, would. if it was, if it was my son or daughter, sure. I would just go over and be like, "Hey, sure. uh, here's twenty bucks." I think it was the governor's mansion. Come over, <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come tomorrow. Here's twenty bucks. Right. Come back tomorrow. Right, but so here's so. What are you hearing? Our trends. I mean, because you have more people getting married, you know, in you guys' age group than I do. But um, someone is saying no more engagement parties. Thank you. I love that. Okay, I'm all for that. I'm all for that. I think um, I had a really super fun one once, and then this one I didn't. The second one I didn't. <clears throat> so I was I of course passed the buck, and I asked um, on Twitter our listeners what were some of the trends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice, because uh, I don't want to do homework. already right now. You just did this. <laughs> I did that earlier when you asked me to oh. do stuff. I just did I, that. I, I just asked it. our listeners. Um, okay, so what are some of the trends? One uh, uh, ponies plus sped. He said that adult flower boy trend where they dance down throwing flowers or chugging a beer instead of a flower girl, which is nice. I, I like it. that because a lot of times um, I. The flower girls only work out about 50% of the time. Yeah. The other 50%, you just feel bad for that little human going, ah! You know what was kind of cute? Yeah. One of my nieces had my mom See, that's, do this flower hey, girl. That's, that's beautiful. really cute. And, and dump out the petals. So Perfect. that was kind of cute, having a grandma do something like that. I thought that was kind of cute. So cute. If you don't have a little one. Or team up. Have them team up like uh, the grandma and the, you yes. know, the kiddo. I think yeah, that's... Yeah. I think creative right yeah. i think another one is you know they can switch this has been a while where people do this but you can switch up the uh if you have a maid of honor or groomsmen can be men and women just people you're close to that i noticed in in two made of two women to one man so you don't have to have equal parties because- yeah 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 and i i was at a wedding with two maids of honor which i don't think they understand the term maid of honor like not plural okay at that point i get annoyed I do think having <laughs> you got to pick a favorite. Well, let me just tell you when I've that was to, hard. Yeah, that's hard. My I've sister. Been all right, my sister. Yeah. So when I first got married, the first time. Yeah. That sounds so weird. Um, the only people in my wedding were my sisters. 
and that's where my buddy did that to avoid any situation. Just make zero of them. them. Just make them zero. Don't have any. Don't have a maid of honor. Don't have a groomsman. You don't get two. It's stupid. I I basically one for one of my weddings. My buddy was going to try to have two, and I said no. Yeah. I am not going to do that. You can right. take him. We'll just high five afterwards. Yeah, sweet. Their dog walked down the aisle in this one too. I like That's that. That was cute. really sweet. That's awesome. Um, I don't think people adults are as sensitive. Uh, if my if I had another sister and my sister didn't pick me, I'd go. That's fine. You're not sensitive <laughs> in your 30s. You are in your 20s. Yes, that's probably very true. true. So it depends on what age group. I think. What other trends are people hearing? Um, about? the somebody uh, Darren Cotton talked about in the 80s when the bride would tan with a little uh, bunny cut out on their hips so they was able to see a cute little animal Spring and then wrote, is that a wedding trend i don't know i, I think, think that's was... just a sex trend i, I, like a I think so trend. too i got a spray on tan last year when i went to mexico for hootie fast did you get a stick did you put I, a little playboy bunny sticker i didn't i put a little heart on my did fanny you? It, it didn't end up working out did anybody and see no one it? Saw it no remember that was an all couple event i went to remember my hoodie fest <laughs> i used to tan when i would go to spring break as a kid because i'm clear as you know yes. over here so that I was would... a big thing we'd tan before the vacation yeah, yeah. isn't that funny I did no that. i do too and you're I, not supposed to anymore no and i did that but i did the um as a seventh or eighth grader would you have a Playboy bunny? I did a Playboy oh, bunny. Crap, I did a Playboy bunny. You did too. Why, yes. would, why did we do Playboy bunny? Because it was the they top had stick- logo ever. Everywhere. I mean, it was, there was the stickers that were inside the room. That and was I'm like, such a powerful brand. Uh, it yes, was it so, was. I had it on my right hip. I just remember. And, I, and, then, I, and then I would tan again. I'd make sure I'd place it perfectly <laughs> on there. And I couldn't be less of the Playboy bunny type. Oh, I'd never 100%. seen the magazine, I whatever. But I was like, this is me as a person. Like, I, this is who I identify with. I Here's why you and, tan before you your trip though you're not supposed to i don't care what people say okay well then um, depending on what here? age you are yeah <laughs> what are we doing here <laughs> maybe I don't care what you're saying right now <laughs> maybe let me clarify okay okay but but i do think when you go on the trip you want to wear your short she's things i didn't think it was that funny but okay <laughs> you're totally dissing us you guys i think and me that's funny at the same time but I want to wear a cute dress out, and it's warm there, and I've got the whitest legs. I want to be tan. I okay, why can't you, I be tan? You can be tan. I'm just saying our theory used to be get a good base tan. Oh, and oh so, you're talking tanny beds. I'm just talking spray. Yeah, oh. no, we're talking tanny oh. beds. Tanning beds. When yeah. I was in high school, oh, it was yeah. you tan for everything. You're yep. going on vacation, tan. You get back from vacation, tan. Yep. Right. Because you got to make sure your tan sealed or some weird term. Uh, you're going to prom. Better go to a tanning booth. It was like the craziest thing. Yes. And it was insanely expensive. Yes, it yeah. was. And but you'd buy these lotions that were like $100. Smell. Yes. Um, smelled good, though. But they're oh, going to seal so in the tan. But here's the funny thing. Got to seal you, that tan. You use real tanners. I use fake. Yeah. And so I have to stay out of the ocean and the pool oh. and everything because my tan is just going to wash off. Which is like... So I have to decide like by day three or four that, all right, I'm just going to be white. Oh, you my know? God. And if there's I a, mean, I really do. It's a dilemma. That's a dilemma. Lori has it with her hair. <laughs> yeah. I have it with my tan. That's funny. You know, yeah. it's a dilemma to go in or not to go in. How hot are you? How hot are you? <laughs> are you ready to say goodbye to the tan halfway through mm-hmm. the vacation? Did I want to go and participate in the suds party in the pool with all the bikini girls twerking? Yes. Of course you did. <laughs> I actually did go to a suds party once. <laughs> yeah, here we go. And I inhaled a bunch of suds. Oh. I had to go to the side of it. I was with Bob Sansevier, who's this, this giant so man. Love who's Bobby. like, yeah, I, it was there for a oh. KQ event. I inhaled because I was dancing and singing. I was with nobody I knew. We were just having a really fun time. Right. And Bob's 
over by the, you know, drinking his drink, being like, what are you even doing? Um, inhaled a bunch of the bubbles, started dry heaving, leaned over the pool, threw up so much. I was like, could not breathe for oh, 30 no. seconds. It was terrible. <laughs> to this day, I won't do a suds party. Just kidding. Oh, Let's go. I, I know. Say, no, I can see you out there it twerking. Was a very scary moment. Oh, I can, when you can't breathe, it's scary. It's very <laughs> scary. Period. <laughs> and I'm everyone was like, she's wasted. And I'm like, I'm sober. Oh, was this yeah. in your sober days? Too? Oh, yeah. Oh, he just man. inhaled this. I mean, when you, get, when you can't just, breathe, it's scary. <gasps> It was terrible. I feel like that, honestly, there's got to be a lot of people who've had sun's inhalation. I believe you. I'm going to do a 5K for it this year. And and I'd hate to go to the sun's parties with the cameras now. Mm, oh I God. mean, because the pictures Anything, are Anything now. Wild. You're going to just send them to sell them. I'll probably have a oh, yeah. fan Brit- base before I even get home. Brittany, you've <laughs> always said if you could get that Polaroid from 2004, oh, you'd take it in a heartbeat, right? I would take all. If you have some, gentlemen, <laughs> I sent you those in my 20s. Send them back. I'm ready to see them with, with kinder eyes. <laughs> there, right? And like less hair. There you love go. It. There I would love to see. I, I, there is no such thing as revenge porn. People could. I'd be so pumped to see mine. I'd be pumped. <laughs> I love you, especially man. Those angles, all of it. Okay, oh. so we didn't get to one. We no, didn't get to one thing yeah, except for afternoon. Afternoon ones. Really? Mm-hmm. There um, you go. No engagement parties. No. Nope, that's it. There's another <laughs> And no, we did the uh, where people they don't have flower girls. They have. Oh, oh that's yeah. right. How do you so feel about two. destination weddings? Love at this point post pandemic, I would love one right uh, now. Yeah, okay. It'd be road trip or I, fly. You know, fly. yeah. Grant, hint, hint. Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. Big Island on Lake Minnetonka. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Such a destination. <laughs> <laughs> I'd go. I know. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back.